0: Um, so it's for, you know the drink, San Pellegrino. They do like a worldwide like talent search every year or so for the world's best young chef, so that.
1: Yeah, I know you're sort of playing it down, but when you actually take those words out and say young chef of the year, of the world, that is incredible, and not least because you are very much inspired
0: by Manx produce, local produce. Tell us what the dish is. So the dish is um, Canon of Lochton Lamb, and then it's smoked in gorse from the field where they graze. Um, it's sous vide in Manx spring water that they drink. Um, there's fermented carrot sauce with the most local carrot to the lamb I could get. There's a laxi rye sourdough donut glazed in bushes stout with pickled wild garlic flowers on the top and then a wild watercress emulsion and some wild garnish, basically.
1: You have a particular ethos, don't you? You have a particular approach to cooking.
0: Yeah, so I just see what's about and then use it. If it's not available, it's not available. And if it's not the localist thing I can find, it will not go on the plate. And in fact, tell us what the dish is called. Uh, the dish is just called What She Found. <laughs> so all the other chefs, their dishes are me on a plate and just, you know, all these... Fancy names and then portraying them in the dish basically, but I'm doing the complete opposite and just trying to bring the whole of the Isle of Man, the biosphere, on a plate instead. So, what she found. I love that, and also because you've not actually long
1: been on the Isle of Man, but you've been so struck by what you found here, haven't you?
0: Yeah, literally, the landscape is shaping me as a chef, as a person, as a yeah, just as an individual, the the island's shaping me, I guess. And yeah, I don't think I'll ever leave. <laughs> uh, and so it's the, it's the UK and uh, part of Europe finals, the
1: regional section that you're going away to. So you leave on Sunday. What happens? Where do you go and what happens?
0: Okay, so I applied kind of for a bit of a joke. It was like almost applying for a master's degree. It was really, I honestly didn't think I'd get through. Sat in secret pizza, scrolling through, thinking, you know, who did I lose to? What should I do better next year? And all oh, popped my face in the dish from Man <laughs> Island. They were called Man Island. Yeah, you'll have to correct them on that. <laughs> yeah, um, and then, so that was the first part. And then there's been some online bits and bobs, but the next part is to go to London next week. Um... And it's the whole, it's Europe, the whole Europe. So there's people from Norway in three stars. All the other chefs are working in like three-star Michelin places. They don't sleep. Um, yeah, so we have to go and cook 10 dishes. The master chef judges are there as well. Um, and just some of my role models, like three-star chefs, that I really, really look up to and kind of was inspired by as well, back in the day a bit. and basically they just get scored on all sorts of bits and bobs and then there's four awards one is to get through to the main final which is like a televised one in milan but i don't care about that um then the second one is like a fine dining lover's choice where everyone can vote online like i could post online and you know get the isle of man to vote and all that but i don't want that one um another one again is a (sighs) like a how well you reflect yourself as a chef in your dish <laughs> and then the other award is um the social responsibility one for the environment which is obviously what I want to get so I'm only focused on that
1: and is that have you looked at your competition with regards to that particular award and how do you
0: think you'd fare and i I'm the humility out of it just just be really honest now well, to be honest, I kind of don't really care. <laughs> like, uh, For me, I've already won. I get free flights, hotels, dinners, networking as well. And I'm just gonna go take a load of Biosphere leaflets and literally just tell people that we exist. I can tell them about like other eateries on the island and 14 North and everything, and just basically make it worth coming over and entice them over. But realist, I think I might be in with a, a slight shot at getting the award because I can explain with actual passion and actually describe every single micro-ingredient on the plate and who it's come from and where it's come from. I can literally just anything they ask I'm prepared because the whole point of using these ingredients is for knowledge so that I'm proud of them. So I I think I'm well prepared and um, the other dishes a lot of people are just going to kind of show off as a chef whereas to be honest my dish isn't really much cooking. It's just the ingredients put nicely on the plate in a nice way. The thing about
1: this is you keep talking about the fact that you're going to be promoting the island, the biosphere, the, the projects that we have when you go off there. When you think of what happens, for instance, with the fat duck, you know, when that first came to light and when Heston won his his award, he was about to close down. No one really knew the village apart from, in fact, it's a pretty little place in, in the UK near Cookham. That's pretty much what people knew about it. And then all of a sudden that became the place to be. It was a destination. Do you think that could happen for the Isle of Man?
0: well yeah absolutely um every single person and in, like international and worldwide media that would want to hear about it will be there so as long as I just go around talk too much do the best I can with the dish and just stick by my principles even if that does go against some of the competition rules as long as I do that then for me I've, I've done what I want to do that is amazing when do you find out if you've got through to the next level then so it will be on the day. So Monday, it's like arrival drinks. We get to see the Waitrose School of Cookery, have a little nose around. And then we go to um, a dinner. And then the next day is just the whole day of competitioning. So we all do it at like 15-minute intervals and then present to the jury and do it. You have to speak about your dish, which is good for me, so I can actually explain that yeah. it's just it's not just a few ingredients and why I'm doing it. Um, and then we go straight to an awards ceremony in um, Mayfair and we find out then basically and uh, it's the 120th anniversary dinner or something we've been invited to so that'll be fun. So it's a special
1: event as yeah. well which is brilliant and I should say you know I, I, the thing that amazes me about this is how confident you are when you know when it, when it comes down to it you haven't really been doing that for this long so you will keep us posted won't you?
0: Yeah I'll obviously let you know if I win the uh, sustainability one that'll be amazing hopefully we'll get if I did win that, there would be a lot of journalists coming over and social media and stuff like that. So I really hope so. Like, we deserve that. Um, but still, if I don't, you know, it's, it's going to be an amazing experience. And I'm going to be able to network and, and learn a lot of other people as well, which is only going to make me and my business better. So. And speaking of the business, we should say you change your menu
1: all of the time because, of course, it is about the locally sourced ingredients, what you can get from right outside the doorstep.
0: Give us a bit of an idea of what you've got on at the moment. So obviously as the winter kind of sets in, there's less to forage, but it doesn't mean there isn't anything to forage. Um, so this week we have, my favorite one is probably, I'm doing like a sourdough donut to practice for the competition next week um, with like a parsnip caramel and wild herbs. Um, there is a really nice dish with carrot and sorrel from Niabal. Um, we've now added on like wild teas at the end of the menu. So like Craigneish fennel tea, uh wild thyme tea, etc. Um, and then lamb and yoghurt that we make in-house and like a wild harissa. Uh, there's a scallop dish, obviously, because they're in season. Yeah, there's all sorts. Oh, and the best dish, in my opinion, um, carrying on from the hot tuna dinner we did last week, is basically a horseradish bonnug glazed with a barley caramel and then with uh, butter that's smoked in gorse. Yeah, so... Oh. That just
1: sounds amazing. Just let people know them where they can find you and find out about this beautiful place.
0: We're in Port Erin. It's at Forage and Vintners in their winery, but then it's a separate business, but we work together. So the winery space becomes a restaurant uh, on a Friday and Saturday between five and 10. I suggest a book, but you're more than welcome to pop down in the week. We've also got some deals starting over the next few weeks. Like, so a plate of food and a fizz for a tenner in the week, stuff like that, just to make it a bit more accessible and a reason to come out. And you are Versa IOM online. Check out the
1: Instagram because there's loads of pictures of amazing food and everything. People Lovell, all the very best. We can't wait to see how you get on. But in the meantime, get cooking, dude. <laughs> <laughs>